edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast in the Matrix. I'm one of your hosts this week, Brian Cowboy Curtis Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd, Prince Hakeem Fortner. What's going on, man? Man, I'm living the motherfucking dream. Woo! Me too. Me too. It's a good time. If this is your first... Nah, man, prayer, oh, prayers, go ahead. Prayers for the sinners, man. Prayers for the sinners. That's all I'm doing. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, if this is your first time joining us, this is a video game show. Me and Todd get together every week. We talk about video games. Sometimes we have a round table. Sometimes we have a top seven, just depending on what we feel like this week. This week is a top seven that is not related to video games, but is related to this show. Because the number one most important rule about this show, Todd, what is that? We talk about what the fuck we like. I don't know why I came out that way. What that, the we like? We, like we do what we want to do, say what we want to say, be who we want to be. <laughs> that play sounds like a pop. Play. That sounds like a pop song waiting to be. Was was that old Bewitched song? Was that the Adams Family? No, man. Uh, no, the Adams Family was their oh, God, they're Adam's creepy dog. and they're kooky. Oh dear, Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Now nah, this is gonna be a good one, man. This is going to be good. We're talking about, we did last week, we did the top seven most anticipated video games for 2021. This week, we're busting down, we're breaking out our celluloid, we're going to the movies, we're, we're getting our popcorn buckets ready, and we're talking about the top seven most anticipated movies Very for 2021. COVID. <laughs> Very into COVID. You remember that song, Say La Vie by Bewitched? I remember that song. Say you will, say you won't, say Brian, you'll I'm do straight. what I don't. I'm straight. <laughs> I was 10. It was a pop song. Mark that time. <laughs> that whole chunk might be very unnecessary and not value adding. I'm going to be real honest, yes. Todd. Our entire show is very unnecessary sometimes. <laughs> and not value adding. That's real shit, man. We be, we be, we ran we we've been running the Patreon into the regular show a little bit, I think. But that's okay. Um, that and that's also available if you want to fuck with it. It's an entirely different fucking option. And for to the deal with also, it's five bucks a month. You know, like it's a cup of coffee a month, and you get four additional episodes from us, four bonus shows. If we got we got people over there who seem to love it, so. Y'all ask them. They're in the Discord. I don't know if they love it or not. Hopefully, they they a couple of them uh fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe I think didn't a couple of them win something this year? Yeah, and give away already stuff. Like hopefully we can do more stuff like that. Like that that's pretty cool. I like that. Man, a hundred percent. Hopefully, it's about twenty seven. By the way, we we got contests that we ran beforehand, and I know we had winners. I'm having trouble keeping up because I need to do an Excel spreadsheet. If we told you you won something. And you haven't heard from us, please let us know. Because that is completely on my end. I will take a hundred percent blame for that. Email us at skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com, please. Yeah, man. And I, my apologies because if you count on me, I forget my mother's birthday sometimes. I need to start writing me too. shit down. I'm tripping, bro. Um yeah, my bad too. But, I remember uh, two birthdays in my life. I remember my grandmother's birthday who passed away, and I remember my wife's birthday. Those are the only two birthdays I have a tendency to remember on a regular basis. This is a fun show. This is why I'm so most anticipated about the movies and such. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because 
really, it's no telling what the fuck is going to happen this year. This why I'm glad we're going to get this little list. This will be a fun list to get out of the way. It'll also be something. Um, I'm going to say it up front, out the gate. It's going to be cool to see other people's lists. In fact, hold on, man. Let, let, let's break with the norm real quick. Let's let's warm up a little bit. If you don't mind me put calling the audible on the play real quick. Man, I never do. I ride with you. you know to, what I'm saying? Ride or die till, um, till, till I'm dead. Bad boys for life. <laughs> That's right. Bad boys for life. It's so cheesy. I love those movies, though. They're so silly. They're so good. You know what I'm saying? Ride together, die together. That's Bad it. marriage for life. Bad marriage oh. for life. Poor Will Smith. Man, um, I'm just yeah, ready man, for Will like, Smith like, to be like, awesome. Just to again. go back real quick, I wanted to run down a couple of, like last week we did talk about top seven most anticipated games um, in the tribe on Facebook. Jeremy put his top seven games list up. Uh, his number one game, we're going to, well, no, we're going to go most anticipated game, excuse me. His number seven was Monster Hunter Rise, six, God of War, Ragnarok, five, Werewolf, The Apocalypse, Earthblood, four, Hitman, three, three, Persona, five, Strikers, two, Back for Blood, one, Horizon Forbidden West. He had a few honorable mentions, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, of course, my shit, Fantasy Star Online, two, New Genesis, Ratchet and Clank, Rift, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village and Strike. Love that fucking list. My dog, Curtis Tillery. Uh, top seven, most anticipated. Number seven, Super Mario 3D World, plus Bowser's Fury. Yes. Scott Pilgrim versus the World Complete Edition. Uh, five, Cyberpunk 2077, the PS5 version. That's actually pretty dope. That's Number a good four, one. Mass Effect Legendary Edition. My brother, you already know. Number three, MLB The Show 21. Clearly, you are loyalist. Number two, Resident Evil Village. Number one, God of War Ragnarok. Hopefully that comes out. He has some honorable mentions of WWE 2K22, Lego Star Wars, Skywalker Saga, Horizon Forbidden West, Gran Turismo 7, and Madden 22. I didn't see that honorable mention, but that's pretty interesting. Yeah, that'll yeah, do. Yeah, man. Uh, that's a good one. You know, appreciate y'all who have not uh, or new to the show uh, riding with me, rocking that list. But... Um, I actually yeah. have an I have that's, another that's one try. here um, from Twitter. By the way, we got we got one from Twitter. I gotta find it. I apologize. It's ah, it's old, it's good old Blake Lockhart, man. Blake Lockhart, thank you for kicking back with us on this one. You ready for Blake's list? He said number seven was Far Cry Six. Number six was Hogwarts. Number five was the Cyberpunk Next Gen update. Number four, God of War. Number three, Resident Evil 8. Number two, Lego Star Wars. And number one, Gotham Knights. Excellent, excellent list, Blake. Also, he let us know that he enjoyed Gemini Man. He said it wasn't it wasn't movie of the year or anything, but he actually had a lot of fun watching it. So, Good suggestion. And one last list, just because I said I was going to read it last time, but we skipped the hip hop list. Now, if, I know it's a couple of other ones. It was a great one, but Curtis is the the first one I saw. It was his top seven hip hop albums. Just real quick, number seven, Megan The Stallion, Good News. We gonna talk about that. I didn't. We gonna talk about that, my nigga. Uh, number six, Lil Wayne Funeral. Uh, number five, Anime Limbo. Number four, ASAP Ferg, Floor Seats Two. Number three, Nas King's Disease. Number two, Busta Rhymes, ELE Two. Number one, Big Sean, Detroit Two. 
dope ass list, my dude. Absolutely. And if you knew, again, this is what we do with the motherfucking tribe. You can freely support it. iTunes, uh, just giving a review uh, that helps with the algorithm. If you if you uh, fuck with it. Also, one more shout out to my dog Dewey. I see you with the new hoodie. I got two coming right now. I'm gonna take pictures. I'm so excited about the uh, new um, logo coming with the new hoodies. Shout out JB Productions for helping the well, world for doing the fucking logo. Um, and Absolutely. To get that, you can also fuck with that at T Public. A lot of times, there's some sales and shit. Um, if you want to go that route, that helps out a little bit just to in- include yourself in the tribe. But yeah, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent. The tribe, you guys are what makes this show every single week for us. We love you guys, uh, and we want to know, as usual, before we bust into our list, the top seven most anticipated movies you got coming up in 2020, 2021. I was going to say 2020 Part 2, but that joke's running in the ground. Uh, it, it does feel like 2020, though. It does. 2020. It's 2020. We're going to twin, twin, twin. So since you fucked up. What is your number seven most anticipated <laughs> movie of the year 2021 let's AD? Get, let's get to it then. My most anticipated, number seven most anticipated, something coming straight to HBO Max this year. I'm looking forward to it. It's Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah. cannot wait for this flick to come out. For some of you, this will be a first time ever seeing this. This is actually part of history that you turned me on to Todd and then to find out that they made a movie of it and it's coming out it's about Fred Hampton and it's about the FBI infiltrating Fred Hampton I think that's going to be some really strong solid performances in that one I mean you got William O'Neill the guy who was the FBI informant being played by Lakeith Stanfield you got uh, Daniel Kaluuya the guy who I loved absolutely from Black Mirror and Get Out he's playing Fred Hampton um I cannot wait to see this, what they actually do with this, actually putting this history on screen. Because this was a history, part of history, that I was not aware existed until me and you were having a conversation probably about a year and a half, two years ago, and you said, dude, have you ever looked into the story of Fred Hampton? And I said, no, I have not. And then I started reading about him, and I bought a book on him, and I read about it, and I'm excited to see where this one goes. I think it's going to put a lot of good historical information out there that people may have not known prior to this. That's why I'm excited. And plus the trailer, man, the, it looks so extremely intense. It looks like a very intense flume. And I cannot wait to see what they do with this. That is my number seven, Judas and the Black Messiah, Todd. What is your number seven, so- sir? I'm okay. super glad that you put that on your list real quick. Gotta let that one breathe. Um, I'm glad you yep. put that one on your list. I, I paused for a moment. I didn't, uh, but it was definitely an also run, so I'm I'm excited about really being able to check that one out. I literally was just watching some old Fred Hampton clips on YouTube, just old interviews where they were discussing, you know, the media was trying to basically, or say the government was trying to implicate, you know, the weathermen with the Black Panther and yep. Fred Hampton kind of breaking it down and, you know, the definition of, you know, it's, or as he's his vantage point of revolution and how that got twisted, how that kind of plays out nowadays. So I wasn't really expecting that to be your number seven, um, but I'm glad you put it there. Also, I like my I good know, dramas. Right. And that's the thing that also kind of highlights how fucking childish my list is, because really, this is the loosest list I've probably ever I'm probably ever going to make because I don't know what's going to come out, when it's going to come out. Shit is dual coming. And I'm not going to the movie theater again right now, like foreseeable future. Unless I'm sure they'll have like 
fucking vaccine needles in the seats when you sit down or something. So <laughs> that's the 4D in the 4D seats, by the way. Ow! Ow! What was that? Oh, what happened there? Oh, I feel strange. <laughs> Not for vaccine. Why did I walk nah, out of the well, movie theater with Bell's palsy? Because <laughs> <laughs> it was a good fucking movie, like Pulp Fiction, <laughs> when the guy had a seizure at the at the first filming. Yes. And to check him out, like Quentin Tarantino was just like, man, this is the this is a fucking real film here, fucking Pulp Fiction. But um, yeah, man, my number seven is Childish. If I be honest, bro, it's uh, it's the Suicide Squad. Just yeah. Childish and I'm James Gunn does with it, and I know Idris Elba is in it. I'm not gonna go through like a bunch of details on any of these movies because I don't even care. I just want to hope to be alive to see them. Um, but if I'm gonna be real, I like childish, dumbass movies, and hopefully, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with the changes, especially yes. with James, what he did with Guardians of the Galaxy. I do actually have some expectations for this to be pretty cool. Um, in a year where my expectations are very low, so that's my number seven. Yeah, and I'm really excited about that one because if I remember correctly, that one is going to be an R-rated flick. Um, and James Gunn, if you if nobody knows a lot about James Gunn, um, he actually came up in Troma. And if you don't know what Troma is, they did the Toxic Avenger originally, but they also have like Tromeo and Juliet and Surf Nazis Must Die and Thanks Killing and all those really silly horror films. But I'm excited to see what he does with a hard R rating and this property specifically. Uh, his sense of humor is great. And if you haven't seen his movie from a few years back called Super with Rain, not Rain Wilson, but I think it's Bill Hader in it, that's an excellent movie. Go check out Super. My number six comes from uh, Edgar Wright. And if you don't know who Edgar Wright is, think about the Cornetto trilogy. So think about Shaun of the Dead, The World's End, and Hot Fuzz. He directed and wrote all those. He was responsible for Space, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and Baby Driver. He's one of my favorite directors. It's called Last Night in Soho. Last Night in Soho. It's a horror movie that takes place in 1960s London. Um, it's actually going to have Anya Taylor-Joy from The Witch in it. And I'm excited about this one. We haven't seen any trailers coming up from this, but it's supposed to come out April 23rd, 2021. And I'm telling you, man, you talk about Edgar Wright and a horror movie, I am in all day long. Especially with that guy's style of directing and how I don't think I've ever seen a bad movie from him. Um, so I'm excited about that being a period piece taking place where it is and then all of the kind of craziness that's being hidden about the plot. So I'm excited about Last Night in Soho. That is my number six, Todd. What is your number dope, six? Man. And it's cool you said period. Uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Godzilla versus King Kong, because I mean, I just enjoy those movies. That's yes. it. Now I do feel strange about it because this is the quintessential IMAX experience for me that I would spend a whole day happy to like think of like I'm going to the movies just to go see a monster flick and see him on a big screen specifically. Um, I'm gonna watch it on HBO Max this year, so I'm just you know I'm interested on how how that's gonna go me too the previous godzilla movie i did enjoy but i watched it in the theaters and i watched it at home and i mean and to be anticipated those movies are kind of made for the they're the made theaters, for the theaters but I, right but I, i'm excited to see what they do with it and i've been anticipating it it's one i've been looking forward to for quite a long time um just as a fan of that that genre so yeah godzilla versus king kong man that's an excellent choice we'll talk a little bit more about that later my number five comes oh, all the way roll. 
<laughs> comes all the way from the 80s. Uh, it's another revival. It's Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's the new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, I mean, come on. Jason Reitman's involved, the guy who directed, you know, everything from Up in the Air to Juno. Um, he's got a real good talent for, you know, Tolly, which I really enjoyed. Um, but it's Ghostbusters, man. What can I say? It's Ghostbusters in a modern era. And I'm excited about this one because while the last Ghostbusters movie wasn't my favorite, it still gave me a taste for wanting more Ghostbusters in my life. Um, and I really can't wait to see what they do with this. And the trailers are keeping it real simple as far as they're not showing a whole lot of what's going on. And they're involving like... It's like a kids horror movie again because it's the kids, it's the it's the descendants of the original Ghostbusters who are going to be involved. So I'm excited about this one. Plus Paul Rudd's in it. And I always like Paul Rudd. He's a he's a good he's a good actor, man. He's a good actor. Um, good yeah, comedic. Man, he's time. a hero. He is a hero. Yeah. But that's my number five. What about you? What's your number five, Todd? I don't have much to say about Ghostbusters. It's Ghostbusters. Get over. Good choice. Hey man, that's what I'm saying. This is the list for the peoples as well. Like usual, these are just fun. I'm, I, I don't. These are off the cuff. Hope they come out. We'll see. The whole list could change depending on what actually releases what we're able to see. But um, yeah, my number five is Candyman, man. You know, you that's, are the horror. That's my uh, number four. Okay, yeah, you're the horror guy. Uh, I I enjoy horror films. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like the horror movie buff or aficionado, but one is one that I want to watch and I'm excited about. It sticks out in a year. Uh, so for me, just the just, I kind of want to see how it holds up to the original. The original one still kind of creeps me out. I still don't like Tony going Todd. into a room and and testing it and just being like Candyman. I've already said ha. Ah! <laughs> uh, but nah, man. But not nah, go ahead and you can you can go ahead and talk about it since it's on your list. Actually, I already talked too much according to said rules. I mean, nah, dude. It's it's my number four as well. I mean, my biggest excitement for this is it's being written by Jordan Peele. Um, I'm excited. I love Candyman. I really love the very first one. Let me put it like that. The sequels always left more to be desired because they turned more into like these slasher films and they forgot about kind of the social messaging of the first movie. And this one seems to be picking back up in a spiritual successor to it. And I'm excited, man. The, the trailers make it look absolutely horrifying. Um, and anytime Jordan Peele's involved, like especially Jordan Peele in horror movies, I'm all on board. And then you talk about Candyman. Like I'm even more, the bees in the mouth, the chest cavity, the hook hand, like everything about that. I'm a hundred percent down. Like, this looks. This is probably should have been higher on my list. Now that I'm talking about it, because now I'm getting even more excited about it, and I wish it was coming out tomorrow. Like I really, I'm. I really do, man. Like even the poster art, the trailer, the way they do the shadow puppet stuff, and just that. Ah, oh, I'm excited. I'm excited for Candyman. 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 Did I just say it three times? Why did I do that? I feel like we should stop and come back later so that I can get out of my house for now. All right, Todd, what's your number four? <laughs> it was Fight. a shadow growing behind you. <laughs> number four, man, is uh, Venom 2. I'm not going to lie. Let there be carnage. That, correct. With Woody Harrelson, Venom, and Carnage finally. Mm. And Bane playing Venom. Yup. As... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm I'm anticipating that. The comic book head in me 
just is going to be honest with itself. Even though, I mean, you could, there were critiques on the first movie like that were valid. Um, it wasn't, I mean, I, it was just something about the way uh, Bane carried that movie. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like through and through with the whole character. You know what I mean? And, um, I, it just it was a sleeper surprise. Like I actually purchased that film, so uh, I'm, this is one of those rare times where I'm thinking that the sequel could potentially be better than the first one. But we'll Agreed. see. That easily be dashed down based on the law of expectations. But yeah, Venom Two. I'm excited about that coming out, and I think that movie will actually come out. That's a level of excitement with it too. Like I'm not as concerned um, with them running into issues with production. I believe I think that one may actually be a release that I can enjoy. I think it's coming out uh, I don't know. I know Candyman we just talked about comes out in August. I forget when it, Venom 2 is coming June out. June so 25th is expected. I'll give, it, I'll give it a chance. But yeah, that that's it. That's my number four. Dude, I'm excited about Let There Be Carnage. It's on my also-run list, but the fact that, like you said, you got the guy playing Bane, he's playing Venom, and you got Woody Harrelson playing Carnage and not just any Carnage version, it's Cletus Cassidy, the original, like, the most deadly version of Carnage. The most terrifying version. I'm excited about that. Like, I want him to, like, tap in, and I want him to bring out, like, his inner, um, what's that movie from the 90s that me and you both love that we were talking about just the other day? Where he plays the serial killer, him and his girl. Um, why can't I think the name? Natural of Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. That's what I want him to tap into. Quentin Tarantino. Man, I want him to tap into that Natural Born Killers aspect and just, I just want him to just kill, kill it, man. I just want him to kill it. It's gonna be amazing. I can't wait. And you're right, dude. I love the first Venom movie. Me and my wife watched that movie like four times in like two weeks when it first came out because we really enjoyed it that much. My number three is about another killer on the loose it's a sequel to a movie that came out two years ago halloween kills the next halloween movie look i may have had my criticisms about the previous halloween movie but any year that michael myers is coming back to screen that's always going to be up on my list but yeah man anytime michael myers is coming out in a 2021 year i'm all for it especially while that last one I had my criticisms of, I still thought it had a lot of really good positive points to it. I'm interested to see where they take the sequel. And Jamie Lee Curtis looking like a old crazy doomsday prepper. That's I'm always on board for that. So that is my number three. <laughs> what is your number three, sir? Dopeness. Coming to America too, man. His yes. Prince Hakeem name this week, bro. Every way. I've said it a thousand times to you in private. I'm excited that they're coming out with this movie before it's too late, like what's going on with the Friday series when we lost uh, Mr. Weatherspoon, RP, and we lost Debo. So it's good to see that Coming to America's coming out. I think it's coming out in Prime in like March 5th. Um, and I'm excited about this one. Star studded lineup, bro. Like it's even got James Earl Jones in there, man. Like that's just dope. This guy Eddie Murphy playing multiple characters. You got characters. You got Arsenio Hall. You got motherfucking I believe Kevin Hart's in the motherfucking movie. I might have just lied about that. I'm just making up shit, but that's how excited I am. Um, and yeah, it's just something I think it'll be good for just the culture, bro. Like in general, man. Like it'll be a fun ride. Um, hundred yeah, percent. I'm excited about it. Like, like I, there's not much more I can get into. You know what I mean? That's another one that I believe is gonna come out. So yeah, not number number three is coming to America too. That is excellent, dude. My number two is one that you already talked about. It's Godzilla vs. Kong. You talk about a monster movie. I'm all for the monster movies. I love my monster movies. I love my kaiju movies. 
the Godzilla versus Kong is my most excited because while we have had a Godzilla versus Kong in the past, it was never an official movie. Like there was not actual production studios that signed off on having it. It wasn't the Toho and it wasn't the Warner Brothers at the time. So I'm or Universal, excuse me. I'm excited for this version of it, especially because how much I loved the last Godzilla movie and Kong Skull Island, bro. That was an underrated slept on flick. That movie was a blast. I really enjoyed Thanks. that movie. Uh, so I'm really excited to see what they do with this one. So that is my number two. What is your number one most anticipated movie of 2021? That's what we on number one. Yeah, you're on your number two. I'm on my number one. What's your number two? My bad. I didn't mean to throw you Mortal off. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's on my awesome run, dude. I can't wait to see it. I, I hesitated a little bit on Mortal Kombat hey, just because we haven't seen okay, trailers. So this is the thing. I, I saw one. They just released one recently. Wait, really? I thought it was just images. No, nah, I saw a trailer this morning. Oh, I did not see that. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check. That I don't out. know. You know what, man? That might be fake news, man. But look it up. Like I, I saw one this morning that that looked like it might be possibly proper because it, it mirrored the um, images and me just seeing the images. Now, look, I preface this with: I'm not saying that every movie on my list is good. We talking about most anticipated. And... Caesar trailer. There it is. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it once we're done. Like okay, so if it like double check me if it's some we'll we'll fact check it later. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But when I checked out the the trailer, it solidified it as okay, yeah. For me personally, as a as a huge fan of it, and me and you discussing the status of the Mortal Kombat movie, the original one, the '96 version, is the greatest move. Like I love that movie adaptation of all time, right? Like some people love Resident Evil series, whatever, but. As far as pound for pound classic, still standing the test of time, Mortal Kombat is still the shit. You can still put that on and put it up against in a, a lot of video game movies specifically, and it not really be able to hold up uh, to the original Mortal Kombat. So uh, this one, I don't know if it'll hold up to the original, but I am super excited about what they're going to do with it. Um, and yeah, that's <laughs> the, my number two. The one criticism I have is Jax from that early look. Only reason you know what though that I did, but Jax has never been like one of my major characters anyway. That they they always fuck up Jax. Like as long as it's not Jax in Annihilation, I'm not Jax isn't like and, and it depends on how they focus on him. Yeah, um, well the I've only always been more of a like Luke Kang Scorpion. If you don't fuck them up, then I mean we'll see. Like Jax, and he didn't look that bad to me personally. No, he but didn't he look that good. bad, dude. The only reason I said the only criticism I had of Jax is because every time I see him now, he just looks like Steve Harvey with Jax arms. That dude they got to play in the cut they gave him just makes him look like Steve Harvey and Jax arms. So at that point, I'm kind of like, that's all I'm seeing is maybe Jax should be hosting Family Feud. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm going to be excited for this one. I'm ready for this one. All right, my number one is Dune. My number one is Dune. I'm excited about Dune. Big, giant sci-fi property. They had a movie come out. They've done this twice now where they've tried to make a Dune movie. And I finally feel like they got it in the right hands with the dude who did the Blade Runner follow-up. Um, you know, he's a good director. So I'm excited. It looks good. It looks intense. It's got that kid in it who everybody... The Timothy ch- ch- something. I don't know. He looks always so serious in his movies whenever they show him. Chatelet or I don't know. He was on that Saturday Night Live sketch that I like so much. Uh, but yeah, Dune, I'm excited about mostly because it's a giant sci-fi property coming straight to HBO Max, and it's supposed to be part one and the director they have behind it. So that is my number one is Dune. 
bro, I knew that was gonna be your number one. I'm excited about that for you. So my also runs just thank you, sir. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, my number one, bro, is the Matrix Four. And that almost was my number one. That is one that I'm not sure if it's gonna come out. I really don't know a lot about it. Um, as far as like going into depth in it, I don't really give a fuck. I know a lot about the Matrix. I know to me, literally, sci-fi. When you talk about sci-fi. You brought up Doom. The Matrix is a masterpiece. Agreed. The original Matrix, still masterpiece sci-fi film. So is the Animatrix. Easily. Animatrix, masterpiece. Now, the other two films, you know, serviceable at best in some ways to me. Like, Mm -hmm. some of this shit, we've gotten to the Jesus conflict. We've talked about this before. But for some reason, I feel like they could, like, do right by the Matrix. Agreed. Go around. That highway sequence from the sequel, though, the second one, that highway sequence is still one of the best action sequences do you know, ever. Do we know? Is it, is it the same? Is, are the brothers still directing this one, or is it new? Du- oh, okay. All right. Still I them? don't think they'll fuck it up, though. I think that maybe they've settled down. Okay. But, yeah, that's as far as the most anticipated. I mean, it could be a shit show, but The Matrix 4 is um, my most anticipated film of 2021. Man, I'm with you. Which y'all. also runs, my brother. Morbius. Morbius, The Living Vampire, Spiral, The Forever Purge, uh, Free Guy, which looks cheesy, Mortal Kombat, of course, The Suicide Squad, The Matrix 4, Coming to America, Venom, Top Gun Maverick, uh, Respect, the Aretha Franklin biopic, because I'm a huge fan of Aretha Franklin, uh, Eternals, Marvel's next Phase 4 starter out, and then this little-known like indie flick called The Green Knight. It's like a hard-R fantasy movie. It just looks dope. The trailer made it look dope. It looked crazy. It looked like a Dark Souls movie almost. So, like, I'm excited about that. But those are my awesome runs. What about you, man? Uh, man, come on, Top Gun. Yeah. Maverick, no Time to Die. Yeah. Don't know why. Doom, The Eternals, Mission Impossible 7, Ghostbusters, Sherlock Holmes, Hotel Transylvania 4. It's so damn movies out this year. Uh, it's a, That's really just a shout out to my baby. Yeah. yeah I love you. But now, nah, um, but yeah, man, that's that's just a few. I mean, there were several fucking movies coming out. It's also things like, oh yeah, Shang-Chi, uh, The yes. Legend of the Ten Rings. That actually almost made my top seven just because it's the first introduction of what Marvel is going to do with the new universe. But it just got bumped down. Fuck it. It's a loose list. Space Jam. I'm actually excited to see a Space Jam, a new legacy. <laughs> Me too. I'm actually excited to see that shit. And, and that's when I'm hoping that the COVID is over in all sincerity. But I, who knows? Um, but yeah, it's, it's plenty of, of movies coming out this year that I'm excited to see how they do and what they do. Um, I know a lot of people were disappointed in Wonder Woman 4. I mean, 84. I mean, we already had our discussion on we that. We did. So I think, yeah. you know, nothing's changed. But uh but yeah, man. I mean, that's pretty much all I got. Uh, what what do what it do? What that's do it, you, man. That's all we got this week. So if you want to agree or disagree with our opinions, or if you want to let us know your top seven, you can hit us up at stt underscore pod, Facebook dot com backslash skip the tutorial pod, uh, Twitter at stt pod. I already said that one. Skip the tutorial podcast at gmail dot com, Instagram dot com backslash skip the tutorial pod, and of course. If you want more Skip the Tutorial in your life, five bucks a month will get you access to four additional episodes a month. And then on top of that, if you really want to pump the show, you really want to do us a favor, uh, go to iTunes, drop us a star review, leave us a review, get that algorithm working for us. If you want to let people know about the STT pod and the tribe in your life. 
Um, and then that way we can get that giveaway going on at iTunes thing. That's what we that, that's the yes. giveaway that we were talking about in that Excel sheet you were talking about earlier. But yeah, bro. That's it, man. That's all we got. And as we always do before we sign off for the week, stay humble. Stay humble. Good night, Cambodia, South Korea. Good night, Springfield. <laughs> I had to throw the substance. I love you, Louisiana. I love you, Louisiana. For show, show. For show. All right, man. Y'all have a good night. Or morning. Or morning. Whatever day you're listening to this. Enjoy your week. Don't forget your Wheaties. Don't forget your Wheaties.